back. <sighs> that was awesome. That was amazing. There's, there's uh, nothing cooler than meeting someone that you admire or you enjoy their stuff and then actually getting to hang out with them. And then him being just as cool as you thought he was. Exactly as cool. Like when we got Anthony Bourdain, I think he was a little hungover. I liked it. It was a lot. It was great. I but, could tell that he wanted. Whoops! I could tell he wanted to drink and smoke a lot more than than we it, gave him. Than we gave him. Like he, <laughs> he he would love it here, probably right. Like it's, yeah, we well we the problem was it wasn't. This is a much better view. You could see each other really clearly. And before we had monitors in front of everybody, yeah. and it, you couldn't tell if a guy had no beer in front of him. So right. you, you couldn't. Yeah, Keep I, it coming. I, I I actually found out that he wanted another beer by Twitter. I just looked over, and I guess he had been like like knocking his. Uh, Why doesn't he just say, "Can I have another beer"? I don't know because that's like what I would say. Interview. That's, yeah, I guess people don't get it. It's like super relaxed here too, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. That I guess that's it. Everyone feels like it's an interview, you know, like today's show. I mean, that's what we got in trouble with the the Jan Irvin thing, where we didn't want it to be an interview. We're like, dude, this I knew you were friends, man. I've known you for a fucking decade. Let's have a conversation. Can we have a conversation? Yeah. You know, instead of it being an interview, which speaking of, uh, Dennis McKenna just reached out to me, Ten Terrence McKenna's brother. Oh, no way. He wants to do the podcast. Is he, is he in the same line as oh, him, yeah. or is he like that brother that gives no, doesn't like no gust oh, no, and no, just no. dates he's, chicks? He wrote, <laughs> 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 he's, he's written like oh, some peer reviewed papers on psychedelics and worked for, uh, a, a bunch of different companies that have used plants for medicine. And he's a professor up in, um, I believe he's in Vancouver. I think he's in Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, I think that's where he's up. So hopefully we can get him down here, get him on the podcast too. But this, uh, the ability to do this, man, is fucking amazing. This is for for me. This is this this podcast is one of the most fun things we've ever done. Yeah. You know, it's uh, starting off from a fucking laptop in my uh, my Snow office, Snowflakes, <laughs> and then two years later, and really two years later, because uh, we're only a couple year or a couple weeks away from uh, our anniversary. Yeah, and uh, I want to do an anniversary show here at the Ice House. Yeah, I'm thinking like uh, December 23rd. We have a, a just a full Death Squad show. Let's see if they have the uh, the main actually, remote. Button. Actually, I have a date for you that I was going to ask about after the show that I think was something like that. One of those days. Well, we should do that and. Have it not just be um, a show, but have it be a party. Because, man, uh, oh, and folks, if you don't know, we got a thing called the Ice House Chronicles. And the Ice House Chronicles are on the Death Squad label uh, podcast. And what Death Squad is is what um, it's the, the podcast um, label that Brian runs. And it's all our friends that are stand-ups. And Sam Tripoli has a podcast there, The Naughty Show. Uh, Tom Segura and his wife, Christina, they have a, a podcast called Your Mom's House. There's a bunch of podcasts. But one of them is called The Ice House Chronicles. And if you don't know, our podcast studio is located at the Ice House in Pasadena. Please don't stalk us. And if you come down here um, for a show, what we do is we have a room where we have this set up where there's a podcast, and it's 10 steps away from the stage. You open this door, more than 10 steps, but, you know, you walk out the door, walk out another door, take a left, you're, you're right in a comedy club. So we have everybody go from this this podcast right on stage and then off stage right back in the podcast and it is one of That's the most awesome. fun fucking things we've ever done that last one we did was just amazing incredible amazing we had Bert Kreischer we had Joey Diaz we had Ari Shafir we had who, who else was, did Felicia do a set no Eleanor did a set yeah. Eleanor Eleanor Kerrigan Rick Ingram Rick Ingram uh, 
John Heffron was John here. John Heffron. Right? I I went up. I closed the show. Doug. Wait, wait. No. Doug okay. Benson. Yeah. No, no was Doug Benson He's here? He's been here before. I don't know. <laughs> he was with me all weekend. He was here in spirit. He was in uh, Vegas all weekend. Well, we did a show. Uh, we did uh, Steve Renazizi's show. Yeah. Steve Renazizi had a show at the Palms, and then afterwards Dom Herrera went up, and then after Dom Herrera, I went up. Yeah. It was a lot That's of fun. Awesome. We got to get Dom on the podcast, dude. Dom yeah. Dom Herrera's fucking hilarious. And he's super old school. He's been around for... Yeah, he'd be interesting. Yeah, he's a great guy, too. He's a really good guy. I, I play pool with him. We try to play as much as possible, but he plays really good pool. We get together. It's funny. He brought up uh, that that movie, Enter the Void and Irreversible. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things I hated about the movie was that how there's like parts in it where it's just like seizures. Like it's flashing strobe lights in your eyes for like five minutes, you know, and you're just like, all right, and I have Which to... Which one? Enter the and, Void? And or? Both of them, I think, have it, but Enter the Void is the one that I remember the most where you're just... You, I just had to look away from the TV. And it was weird because last night I was reading about this uh, urban legend from the 80s that it's an arcade game. And I read this on Kotaku.com. It's a... A video game called, I think it's called Polybius. Is this it, the one that gave people seizures? Yeah, it gave yeah. you seizures, and supposedly the, the urban legend is the CIA was testing it out in the 80s in arcade games and like set, doing messages to it to, to like try to like would get information from it like once like a week. Subliminal and stuff messages? Like that. Yeah, like it had have like random tests. But this well, is all. Isn't it crazy urban. that they actually used to do that when you would go to the movies? They would actually have like subliminal messages hungry, eat popcorn. They would have that like in the in the film, where you yeah. would you would be watching. I, get, I don't know if they actually did it during the movie or did they do it during commercials. Here's, I think they did it during the actual movie. Here's actually the video game that if you look on the monitor right there, this that supposedly uh, this is a what supposedly it looked like. Uh, I'm not sure if this is the actual. Game. That's what it looks like when you do DMT. But like this is supposed to be the video game. Then you can see on the, the right side there's like a spaceship that you're shooting, and. I don't know. This might give us this this um, <laughs> this, dim this uh, geometric pattern in the center and all that swirliness and everything like that. Mm -hmm. What it spelled for the post listen on iTunes? How do you say this? How do you spell it? Uh, it's it's uh, oh the game. It's yeah. P L. Hold on. Uh, P O L Y B I U S. Sp say that. <laughs> Polybius, I would say. Wow. Something like that. It looks like a psychedelic trip. And now, what I was going to say is, I wonder if you can recreate, like, with virtual reality, if you could recreate the visuals of a psychedelic trip. I wonder if it would make you trip. You know, I wonder if it could trigger something in your brain. Yeah. You know, like, remember when people used to phone freak? Do you, you remember that shit? Do you remember that, what that was? No. Hackers figured out a way. They used to, the way the phone system used to work, certain tones, like when you would dial someone, when you oh, call right, someone, right. You, could, you had certain tones that would allow you to uh, make free long-distance calls. It would set off trips. You know, some, somehow or another, when you, would, you could put a device up to the phone, and that device, device would make the, the noises of certain numbers, and it would open up switches for you, and you could make free long-distance wow. calls. Yeah. It's like there was a sound, and that sound hacked the system. Kind of like what a modem does. Like it goes... Sure, something, but it was... I don't, yeah, I don't know the exact... I think it was like phone sounds, though. I think it just sounded exactly like a phone, but without you actually having to dial it. That's crazy. But if you, if you could do something like that, something along those lines visually, and make, make a person have a psychedelic trip, that would be fucking bizarre shit, man. Could you imagine... If they could recreate, they figured out a way to do it with computers or whatever, recreate what it's like when you're having a crazy mushroom trip and then just let people try that without actually having to take a drug.
Yeah, I'm sure it could be done because they do it with sound also now, don't they? They have like yeah. those things. I forget the guy's name. Some guy sent me something. He has a company that he he puts you put your headphones on and you lay back and the sounds like kind of like put you in like a trance. Yeah, I wonder if they could. It's kind of like that with visuals though for mushrooms. Yeah, I I, I know a dude who's into that, but man, that stuff I I don't like talking to people about that, especially Why? when they're super enthusiastic about it. You know, <laughs> Why like, is that? So I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna sit and listen to some fucking music that reprograms my brain. You are. Healthy. Ah, you are wonderful. Ah, I mean, what is it? What is it doing? What is it saying to you? Yeah, exactly. I, I would rather just. I mean, if I was in a bad place and I was trying to uh, become a positive person and get off the crack and you know not kick my dog, you know, then maybe I'd be down for that. But that's uh, I'm not. I'm, I only have a certain amount of time to be introspective in this life. That's funny that you have to go to the uh, Today Show tomorrow. I, I we were talking earlier <sighs> that you, you should just. Fucking get blitzed, or you should put, wear red move. lipstick. Or red lipstick might be a good move. Maybe some rouge because it's outside. Maybe some like like maybe Mary Poppins. Maybe rouge. maybe don't even make it that noticeable. Make it like that. It's just that line that goes around your lip only, and then like eyeshadow, like really dark eyeshadow, like Twilight. Style. Maybe I put a black circle around my eye, like Petey the dog from Little Rascals. <laughs> and you just like don't talk about it. Like have have. You know, yeah. you, just say you can't talk about. Yeah, this black. maybe a fake nose ring or something. Oh, dude, that's perfect. Yeah, like why a, don't you do something? Fake, fake nose ring. Maybe I'll be. I don't know. I usually, just want it to be over. I Have fun with it, so man. Silly. Have it's fun with promoting it. promoting any sort of a TV show. It's like you know, watch it or don't watch it, man. It's like. I don't know. Yeah, but if you do it and then people talk about it on Twitter, it's more promotion and it's more people talking about the Today Show. Yeah, it's but we all already talked about it, so now people are like, oh. Yeah, but now people are going to watch it. What are you going to do? More stunts? What are you going to marry a Kardashian? What's next, stupid? <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have to do something that's like embarrassing to yourself, like wearing red lipstick. Have you ever thought about that? Because you're, you know, like when you look at like someone like Kim Kardashian and you look at all these people that are, I mean, you, you like to play like little games. You like to do like little pranks, little shit like that. You like to troll people. Have you ever thought about getting on some sort of a reality show? Because, uh, you know, like, eventually someone's going to offer that to you, you know? Well, I think, we keep I think this, this, I think this podcast is the biggest reality show. I mean, yeah. like, I fucking do, like, tomorrow I think I have three. And so, like, that's, like, two, four, like, almost five or six hours I have to talk or be involved in a conversation. But it's, like, I think that's bigger than a half hour a week on E! Entertainment. Yeah, I like this format, too, better, by the way, with the switching of the cameras. Oh, yeah. It makes me feel like I'm really watching TV. Yeah. You know, I can really watch it. The three people, the the sliced yeah, up screen. Yeah, that's stupid, too, because people are like, oh, I'd like to see your reactions. And I'm like, yeah, well, some of us just are, while we're sitting here, are just doing this the whole time. <laughs> exactly and that's just lame you know how yeah. lame it is knowing that your face is being recorded and broadcast yeah. like when you're just sitting there going uh -huh. well especially for you because sometimes <laughs> like you know i'm asking these people like these really deep questions and you know there's no room for any other people to talk it's right. just him and me right and so you're just sitting there checking your twitter looking at your balls <laughs> right fuck that <laughs> no this is definitely a better setup this whole setup is better it's just it's a it's this is the vibe the vibe that we have here at the ice house is the vibe the comedy store should have had yeah you know a bunch of cool comics hanging out together and it's just oh, i mean oh that's another guy renazizi was on a show the other yeah. night too i mean to, to have these shows like that here the difference between these shows and the shows that they have at the comedy stores the comedy store or any of these clubs are going to have some people that you think suck there's going to be a bunch of knuckleheads in there but not these places these places every single person that performs at these ice out shows are our friends. Yeah. You know, they're all funny. Just look for the Death Squad name when you're at their website's Ice House Comedy if you're in LA. So just check look Yeah, just Squad. follow us on Twitter. We yeah. and we do these pretty 
short notice. Like the last time we announced it on, you know, what what night did we do it? Sunday? I, th- I think, yeah. We announced it on like Saturday. Yeah. I have one uh, Friday, but I don't know who's going to be on it. But uh, it's, and they I sell out really Doug quick, Benson. too. Uh, Doug Benson, you think? Maybe. 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 Um, who else is around? But it's always good. They're yeah. always good shows. And a lot of times they're free, right? Uh, Sometimes. Well, usually they're either uh, 10 bucks, uh, but a lot of times day of show, if I have any tickets left over, I'll just put a. Like, if you check my Twitter, I'll, I'll give a coupon code, like Olive Garden, and then you get free tickets if you say that to the cashier. Yeah, and um, on top of that, if you do pay for tickets, it all just goes for this. It goes for the rent and all the equipment here. Yeah. It 100% goes right into that. The comics don't even make any money off of it. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, Vegas was uh, a fucking trip, man. It was, uh, it was interesting to watch the, the slow slide of Las Vegas, man. Is it hurting still? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just hurting, man. We came there Friday night, and uh, when we were there Friday, we were like, whoa, this place is empty. It was weird. It's, it's weird empty. You know, the Palms is uh, a great hotel. I mean, we've been going there forever. It's always uh, been a great place to see fights. It's the best place, in my opinion, to see fights because it's, like, super intimate. You know, it's only a few thousand people, so when you're in that Pearl Arena, you're, like, right there on top of everybody. It's fucking great. But, man, the, the amount of people that were there on Friday, it was shocking. You know, that's the first thing that goes when the economy starts falling apart. The first thing that goes is people vacationing. Mm-hmm. And Vegas is, like, almost 100% vacationers. Yeah, and, it, and that's why, like, a lot of, the, like, the industries, like, the, the I guess the sin industries, uh, like, like porn and stuff like that are hurting. Like, the other day, I, I was like, all right, I'm going to help, you know, the porn industry out. So I, what? I went to a website. <laughs> what are you, super porn man? No, I went to the, a website. Usually, I just go online and stream porn. So this time, I actually went to a website called, like, I think it was StreamMate or something like that. And I put my credit card in their system. What? But didn't use it, and and I and what that you do is you go to all these rooms, and there's just previews, like a girl going, "Come on, big papa, come on, why don't you come, you know, pay for a private show?" And you just sit there, and they're like, just teasing you the whole time. So I just used that as uh, my masturbation, going from room to room because it's just people in all these cities, like in Ohio and stuff, they're trying to make money, so they're not real porn stars. So it's just girls with webcams, and there's tons of these rooms. When you go to uh, you jizz. If you go to ujiz.com, when you go to that site, it immediately opens up one of those windows. Right, exactly. Yeah. And what's cool is a lot of people don't know this. Is like if, you, if you're a girl and you need money, uh, these things, you can block states. So like if you're broadcasting in Ohio and you don't want anyone in Ohio or if you have family in Pennsylvania or something like that, you can block like Ohio <laughs> and Pennsylvania so you won't become in the search. So these are people that are like, you know, doing it on the down low, thinking that no one will know who they are. So you get some of these girls, and some of these girls are fucking amazingly hot, but they're sitting in their bedroom. Now, of course, I never paid for any of them. I just like sat there and went through the preview, but I gave them my credit so card you, number, so that's a step in the right Skype with them? It, it's like a chat room where it's like a it's video. It's just a chat. Right, and then there's just a bunch of people. And you can do uh, private sessions too, Private though, right? sessions too. Or you can get together with a couple people in the – and they have like uh, – I think they're called parties where you get together with a couple other people in the room and you all chip in $5 so there's like four of you. So it's, it's better than a strip club because you can like tell that girl to put an apple in her butthole and stuff like that. But it, it, it's uh, – and then you record it. You know, you screencast it so, you, you know, it's like a little souvenir. You go record it. How do you how do you screencast something? Well, in like in like uh, Mac, you can just open up QuickTime and it has a uh, option to, to screen record in, in QuickTime. I wonder if these girls know that. Oh yeah, they they all know it. They know it's yeah. just part of the part of the program, right? 
There's so many of them. Do that? Do you know any girls that do that? Yeah, I know a lot of a lot of porn stars do it now because it's it's like, hey, I can make, you know, I can travel to Oklahoma and make whatever couple thousand dollars, you know, traveling to Oklahoma and stripping or whatever. Or I could just sit in my my bedroom for a weekend and make the same amount of money. Yeah, know? so I've I've opened it up and there's been porn stars there. Like Jill Kelly was doing one the other day, and I was yeah. like, wow, yeah, she's a famous porn star, and here she is. I saw another. There was a uh, another article about this chick, Jeannie Rivers, she's a really hot porn star, and uh, I don't know why I googled her name, but I googled her name and uh, it showed up that uh, she was at the cat house. She's at a brothel now. And so then I read this article about her in the brothel, and it was so depressing. I don't think I'll ever be able to beat off to her again. It was really a bummer because it was um, it was also about her being with her man and that she has a man that she loves, and it's hard on him because she's at work all day having sex with all these men who come in to have sex with her. And then the, the interviewer asks her, does your man have sex with other women? And she said, no, he's not allowed to. <laughs> she's like, unless he's making money. You know, if you can make money having sex, that's cool. But I'm not at work working your butt off or working my butt off so that you could stay home and fuck all these chicks. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And she was talking about how much it costs, you know, and that if someone wants to take her out for a, an outside date, it's really, really expensive because then she's had time away from her man, you know, and the one she <laughs> so loves. Weird. And I'm, But I'm like, wow, that is so strange. I mean, that's such a clear case of someone sort of distorting their their wants and needs and desires and just allowing their life to be morphed but still clinging on to this romantic notion right that's, you know how many like porn denial. stars have like hopeless romantic written in their profile oh yeah but it they, it's they have all these rules that make it like oh no you know i'm allowed to sleep with two black guys ass <laughs> twice a day but you, black can't, guys in the ass. but you can't talk to your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, what is that? Isn't that amazing? Isn't it, you would think that there would be nothing off the table. Yeah. Everything's on the table now. You right. know, you just took it in the ass by this giant gangbanger black dude, and then he, come in, he came in your nose and your mouth, and, <laughs> and then you're asking me why my girlfriend's texting me. Yeah. The fuck? That's, why is your ex-girlfriend texting you? That's ridiculous. You? But I'm, I'm sure that's happened. It, all variations are possible. The whole spectrum is possible. It's like that was one of the coolest things about talking to Shane uh, uh, and getting a, a sense of, uh, you know, all the different places that he's been and the, just the, the full range of possible human behavior. You realize how fucking incredibly lucky we are, man. Mm, that's right. I was just thinking about lighting that up. Dude, we're so insanely lucky. To be here in America and the way we are living, I mean, we're in California. It's nice as shit. I mean, it's fucking December and it's like 75 degrees today, right? Yeah. What was the temperature today? It was like 70-ish, 75. It's beautiful. People still here in Pasadena still don't have fucking power in some places. Or they didn't a couple, like two days ago. It was like crazy wind, right? Yeah, like, it was ridiculous. Can you imagine? I'm good. Can you All right, I have one. Can you imagine not having fucking power for a week? And yeah, that? I could. When I lived in Colorado, the power would go off all the time. And the um, generator would kick on. Was, that's weird. Because then you go, whoa, now we're just connected to this tank. You know, and how much is in this tank? Do you have a you generator know? at your house? No, I need to get one. I need to get one, too. Yeah, because zombie apocalypse, no. During the zombie apocalypse, you're going to want uh, something to power the searchlights. You know? Just look out the window. I could never live that far away from a city that, like Shane was saying, you know, 
oh, like to a, a lake. lake somewhere really, really far away. <laughs> I would like a place like that for a vacation home. That would be yeah. awesome. You know, I looked at, uh, I went up to Lake Sherwood. I looked at houses up in Lake was Sherwood. How was that? Fucking amazing. Amazing. Do you Beautiful. recommend going there for a weekend? Yes, Is that a good weekend place? Totally. There's a, uh, up in Lake Sherwood's a little closer. Big Bear is up there, too. There's a bunch of different places to stay. We stayed at the resort. There's a Lake Sherwood resort. It's a really nice place. Good restaurant. The restaurant was great. And uh, you're right on this lake. A crazy man-made lake. It was like one guy's dream and mission to put it together. There's like some history of it. don't remember. I got it secondhand from Mrs. Rogan. She read it. But the houses are badass, man. There's all these houses like right on the lake. And you got your own little dock. And people just take their boats and... Just driving out the lake. I'm like, what a cool thing it would be to have a vacation house on a lake. That would be nice. I just want to, I so want my own canoe. Though. Like my friend yeah. Jason, uh, his mom had a place that they had like a, a little lake in the back and they had a little dock and they had their own little canoes. And, and then like he would just go over to his mom's house and just like smoke some weed and just like float in the fucking lake yeah. behind his house. Oh, and dude, if you have a fishing rod, man, there's nothing nicer than getting up at like five in the morning before the sun even breaks, pulling that boat out onto the, uh, out onto the clear water water and just casting a line out there and catching your breakfast it's fucking great man it's fun it's beautiful there's something calming about being on water it's why everybody wants to be right there they want a house right there on the water i mean how much time are you going to actually be spending on a boat you know are you are you going to do that every day probably not it would be way more economically feasible to get a house like just a little further away that you could just kind of get to the water real quick but there's something about being like right on a body of water that people love. Yeah, Sal from uh, Sal's Comedy Hole, he was telling me uh, he, had a, he has a boat. He like he got this humongous boat. And uh, he'll just like go and take a girl, like, you know, on a date, take right in the middle of the ocean, fucking drop anchor and just fucking sit there and have some wine and just sleep there the whole night in wow. the middle of the fucking ocean. Holy shit. Can you imagine doing that? That would be a trip. Then you run the risk of a tsunami killing you in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. What do you sleep with a life preserver on? You gonna get an is there yeah. an alarm they gonna ring when the earth shifts? No, there's probably some kind of like it. boat signal thing when you're on there that's like, hey, watch out, there's a tsunami. <laughs> you know, there's probably like some I bet not. I bet there's a radio that you have to stay tuned to. There's yeah. probably a tsunami warning. But meanwhile, if it's a big one, maybe everybody just says, "Fuck this alarm! Just run! <laughs> hit that alarm! Let's get out of here!" This would be cool to have a boat that was big enough that it had a hot helicopter pad on. On yeah. It also, and oh, even, like one of those mega yachts. Yeah, mega yachts. Yeah, but that's how you get killed by pirates. <laughs> right. They see, see that's that. the scariest thing about Africa, man. I wish we talked to that dude more about all these people that get jacked and killed by pirates. Yeah, that sucks because we all kind of started late. We were running all running late, and so he had to leave. Yeah, he had a New York Times thing he that, was going to. That could right have easily went three, four hours yeah. for me. That we'll, was. We'll get awesome. him back again. He that guy's awesome, <clears throat> and I'm gonna um I'm gonna try to. I mean, whether whether we have to go to New York or he has to go to LA, he'll be in LA again. Especially if he's going to do this HBO thing. Fuck, that was a great conversation. Are you doing though. any comedy when you're in New York? Uh, no. The Cellar has a their own uh, podcast now. The they Comedy do. Cellar. Really? Oh, yeah. that's smart. Yeah. They do it from the cellar, like uh -huh. live from the cellar. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. It's a good idea doing it live from a comedy club. Of course. But, but you should uh, you should go down there if you're if you're doing any comedy. Try to find Louie and get him. You know, record a sh quick. No, if I got it, Louie, I'll get him to come down here whenever he's in L.A. But he's, you know, he's just, he's so busy. He's one of those dudes I feel bad about asking. I feel like I'm imposing, you know, because I know that he's got kids and he fucking edits his own show on a laptop and <laughs> right. writes a new hour every year. Like, you'd want to talk about a dude who's busy. That guy, I always want to just, I don't know, I never want to bug him.
Yeah. He's uh, one of those weird inspirational workers. You know, when you ever feel like you're you're working enough, you know, you look at what that guy does and you go, Jesus Christ, he edits his own show on a fucking laptop, on a 13-inch MacBook Pro. <laughs> it's probably not even that. It's probably like an iBook, a white one. He <laughs> 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 has a Logitech mouse with two buttons. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what made him such a driven person. I think it had to probably be fatherhood, most likely. Most likely, that's what being a Mexican ginger probably is weird too. Mexicans <laughs> do work hard. Yeah, he's you know? a hard worker, and he's got he's making up for being right. There's a guy named Canelo Alvarez who's a Mexican ginger who's a, a boxing champion. It's badass ginger who's a Mexican. He's just beating the shit out of everybody. He's really fucking good too. It's interesting. It's interesting to watch. You know, there's a lot of different Mexicans. Some of them are actually Louis C.K. That's people that think we're joking around, but Louis C.K. is born in Mexico, right? Wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was. I don't know if he's there. born in Mexico, but he's I think fucking, he lived there for like five years. Parents or are Mex- right? from Mexico, but he's fucking Mexican. Yeah, as strange as it is. Yeah, but um, I don't want to go to Mexico. I got no desire to go down there, especially after talking to him. After this guy was talking about the the narco killings and all that crazy shit down there. The, I would sure probably go cool to Cabo or something like that. I think Cabo is probably still fine if you're in any that of those huge resorts. Such a, such a risk. I know it's still. F- I'm, I'm sure it's fine. I know a lot of people that go, but it still seems such a risk. Yeah, there's know? a couple places I want to go. I want to go Cabo, but Japan is probably at the top of that. Even with this nuclear thing, I think that's just gonna, that. Would, you're very lucky. You're get, you're going to that. I you want to go? I would love to go, dude. Right. I would, that's my, always been my dream. Come is with to me. fucking go there and just. Come I think I would me. just we'll want to stay there. That'd be amazing. Okay, you're in. February. Done. Word. You're going to Japan, son. <sighs> Are you nervous? Yeah. I'm not really nervous. I'm. You better bring a Geiger counter and wrap it around your dick. I'm just going to b- bring a lot of condoms. Can you imagine if you, you were right about to stick it in? You're like, before I fuck you, let me just put a Geiger counter near your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to wear Levi jeans and jean jackets the whole time I'm there. I'm going to comb my hair. I'm going to grow my hair out a little and like, like, comb Elvis? It like Elvis and stuff like that. I'm going to do all the typical things I need to do. <laughs> if, you, if you think that that's how they live right now, that's probably from like 1990. They probably you know? want to be rescued, no? Do you think, what, girls? <laughs> yeah. They probably, yeah, they probably would like to be rescued. Some of them. You'll find a few. You'll find someone that let, want to rescue you. Sounds like heaven. What's, do, you, are you, do you have a thing for Japanese chicks? Japanese, yeah. yeah. I think that's... The, I, I'm not, I just grew up with a Japanese friend, so I've always known the Japanese culture. I've, I've hung out with Japanese girls. When I couldn't get laid, I would hang out with these hot Japanese girls because they were friends of his. So I kind of grew up with like Asian, being around Asians a lot. Like, you know, so you have a little bit of yellow fever somewhere it's in the just, back of your head. Yeah, they're just so, I don't know, exactly. 1940s American girls. Like in what way? <laughs> Very polite and nice and beautiful and, you know, like... They're not going to sit there and talk about fucking Gossip Girl for five hours. They're not? <laughs> just I bet they would. I know. Once kidding. they become Americanized, they're exactly the same. Yeah, that's why you got to get them right out of the pan or whatever. Japan. <laughs> the pan. Right the pan. <laughs> <laughs> why are you even laughing at that, man? Get them right out of the pan. What the fuck is wrong with you? So well, uh, it was... Uh, you like Asian girls, don't you? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're exotic. Mm-hmm. Something crazy about them. They, they're, they're alien. Yeah, well, that's what I always said. Is they have yeah. a little bit more alien. If you believe all the shit about aliens come down here and manipulating monkeys and making people out of them, well, they definitely put more alien in in Asians. They're really good at math, right? Yeah. You know, less is that racist to say? It probably is. <laughs> Why? That they're good at something? They're good at math. How could that be? It's like racist to say black guys have big dicks. I've seen them. Yeah, there's white guys who have big dicks too, but 
There's way more black guys who have big dicks. Like, especially like porn stars. It's like every other black guy in porn has this giant hog, and you've never even seen this guy before. Whereas, like, white guys with big dicks, they're in a lot of movies, man. There's a, a white guy like a John Holmes. They fucking parade that guy around like the fucking Great White Hope, you know? He's, they, they, they put his picture on a flag and carry it high. Look, look, a white guy with a big dick told you. But you see a black guy with a big dick, you're like, yep, and another one. There's another one. There's another one. Well, guys, you've never even heard of. There needs to be a study. I'm sure there is a study. About to see if it, yeah, to see if that's real. Because I always heard that it's not. It's just that you only see black dicks when it's in porn, and it's always like the best chosen meats, you know, and stuff like that. It's not maybe, typical. but I, in my opinion, it probably is related to being metamorphic, mesomorphic rather. There's there's three different body types. There's ectomorphic, endomorphic, and mesomorphic. Endomorphic is people that have just they're naturally kind of chubby and they have a real hard time losing weight slow metabolism endomorphic is people are super th or ectomorphic rather is people are super thin ectomorphic is like you know like people like, like anon it's the sativa yeah like anon like you know a guy who you look at him you go the guy can't put weight on johnny archer skinny really skinny guys that like you look at him and you go man this guy's he probably has a real hard time putting muscle on. And then mesomorphic. Mesomorphic is like Rampage. Like Quentin Rampage Jackson. <laughs> you look at that guy. Don't make those monkey noises when I'm talking about a black man. That's just rude. Oh, no. I mean, like, fighters. Like, oh, like they're, okay. they're, like they're huge okay. muscle guys. How dare you? I'm sorry. I didn't even think Brock about that. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is an example of mesomorph. It's a guy who's just giant muscle. You know, big, wide frame, big hands, big feet. If you don't think that guy's got a big dick, you're crazy. Right. You know, if you don't think Rampage has a big dick, you're out of your fucking mind. Of course he has a big dick. Look at the rest of them. Any, like, we, were, we talked about Czech Congo. You know, I remember we did a thing on the podcast about it. And Czech Congo was laughing when he saw me because he had heard about it. He's like, it's right here. And he like, puts his hand like, down near his knee. <laughs> and, and, and joking around about it. Because you look at the dude, you're like, that guy must have a fucking monster in his pants. You know, there's no way he doesn't. He's this gigantic super athlete. Six foot four, sculpted, broad shoulders. He's probably got a dick that would just tear you apart. Or it's really, really small. I don't think so. Super smooth. Percent. That would be what a lot of white people would hope. That, you know, at the end of the day, he, he's small and he likes, he likes girls, you know, to... to you know, fuck him in the ass with dildos, and he, you know he's not—he's not really. This it happens guy. though. It happens it both happen. ways too, it man. Jonathan Daniel Brown, who's in that new movie Project X that I always talk about, his dick is fucking like a monster. Who's that? This he, he's a, a, small, a little comic kid that uh, real nice guys. Uh, you've met him a couple of times, and he's in that new move, movie Project X. The guys that did Hangover and all that, all right? That. And it comes out in like March or something. But he's in that movie, and before he did a porno. Uh, he did a bang bus and it was like geeks gone bad or something like that and man in that movie he fucking just has a monster dick and no. it's like a, he's this little chubby nerdy what comic book name? guy John, Jonathan Daniel Brown is that video online can you pull it up uh, you see it's, been, it's been pulled it's been pulled but I can find you who I, pulled I, it um, probably the Warner Brothers. <laughs> Do you think they like paid people off to have? No, to Jonathan actually told them about it, and they're, they. I think because of what the movie is, you know. Did he tell them about it after they had already cast him? No, in the I movie think and they filmed it. I think during the the audition. Really? But see, I think that's what this movie is like. That cool that they were like, it doesn't matter. That's actually better. You, you know? really think he told them during the audition? Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, like hey, there's before you go on, there's something you should know. I yeah. did a bang bus once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
That's it. And it's it, on the table. It was uh, beautiful, man. And because it was if you beautiful, see, it was because like, dude, that's like the shit I like. Because you see that guy, and you're just like, man, you know, this guy, he he, he always needs to get pussy. He's always, you know, talking about how he never he never gets laid. He's a virgin, whatever. He just turned 21. I was I went to his 21st birthday party, and and like you're hanging he was, around with 20 year olds. Well, he's such a nice guy. <laughs> I, when I first met him, he had a bag of comic books, and I was just like, hey, what do you got there? And I was like looking through his comic books, I mean, and he was just you could tell like when you meet certain people, you're just like man this guy is just he's good people right right and so uh so when i heard he did a porn i was just like oh man i can't believe you did a porn dude what is, that's crazy then i saw it i'm like all oh, right this is beautiful because he takes out his dick and you're like what that's that's ridiculous i mean probably like that big. how many inches 10 inches uh, ten, 10 to 12 inches i'd probably say his dick is 10 and, to and 12 inches thi it's thick Son, like listen google shirts this man's dick <laughs> it's out there i need to see this pull that shit up on the right, monitor let's see if i can find What's his, how do you say his name again? Jonathan Daniel Brown. I don't think it's Damn. listed under that. Homeboy's got a 12-inch dick? Yeah, it's huge. That's ridiculous. I think that would be too much of a good thing. You know, when you want to get blowjobs, chicks would be like, what the fuck am I going to do with that thing? <laughs> you know? Like you would say, like a guy with like a little dick has one advantage, and that is that girls could deep throat the shit out of him all day. Probably feels awesome. But it probably doesn't feel as awesome because there's not as much surface area. Because if a guy with a big dick gets deep-throated, that's like a, a whole long slip and slide of pleasure. Whereas someone with a little dick, that's, you know, just a little a little digit, like a first digit on the finger. It's, it's probably there's never enough sex. Probably never, you know, when you're doing long strokes, you think about all the pipe you're laying. You think about all the inches combined. You know, you feel like you're actually getting something done. But if you have a little dick, you probably feel like you're never really getting in there. And as they come and you're never satisfied. It, 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 uh, it's been pulled. Okay. <laughs> but I, I saved it. I, I pirated Bay. It, Where is allegedly. it? Allegedly. Uh, it's at the house. At the house at somewhere. The and it's somewhere. Casa de Burbank. But yeah, he's a nice guy. We'll get him on uh, Ice House Chronicles at some point. What is his movie? His movie's called Project X. It, it's, it's badass looking. It's like one of those movie previews where you're like, oh, that's going to be fun. It's it's actually looks really good. And what is it about? Um, it's one of those high school party animal house type things, but uh, it's like during these times type. It, it looks like it's been done a million times, but you want to watch the preview? We can watch the preview. Sure, let's watch the preview. Okay. Are we allowed to? I think it's because it's a preview. I don't. Yeah, we're only trying to promote <laughs> your movie for free, man. Uh, Project X video. <clears throat> There we go. And it's on YouTube Project X. Let's see. Mom, Dad. Is this him? Thomas. No. Um, where do I start? Tell me when the dude with the giant dick shows right. up. Uh, this is supposed to be a small get together. I wanted to be cool for one night. You know, I don't want girls to notice me. Then things got a little out of control. Tonight's about the girls we never had a shot at. Tonight's about changing the game. There he is. Did you see him? Yeah. yeah right yeah, here yeah, on, yeah. The, on the right, walking in with the glasses. About changing the game. Right there. On the right. So that guy on the right has a humongous dick, and the other two guys probably... Oh, I've seen his porn. Yeah. It's, okay. You're, you're, you are exaggerating. You showed this to me before. It's, it's, it's a fairly large dick, but it's nowhere near a foot long. You don't think? No. But it is a fun video to watch. 
just big enough to be cool. Game changer. And uh, for the folks that are just listening, this is just all this crazy house party scenes. It's these young geeky guys who are on these super hot chicks, and it just says Project X. Hello? Thomas? Dad, hey. Well, we just wanted to call one last time. Make sure you were set for the night. Oh, my God. <laughs> they just drove a car into a pool. Yeah. And his parents left. So March 2nd, and never, you go to Facebook.com. Never. Project X. Never leave your fucking teenage boys alone <laughs> on a weekend. I've always been amazed when people do that shit. You know, my sister tried to do that once when we were kids. My parents went somewhere. Mm -hmm. We were in high school. My sister had a fucking party. Really? And I, and I came home and kicked everybody out. I like, never did that. Who does? I didn't here. think really people did you that. You had to be a retard. Yeah. I kicked everybody. My sister was so pissed off. You know, you can't tell me. You got a hundred fucking people in our house. Get the fuck out of here. I kicked everybody. Out. I was like, you gotta be out of your fucking mind. I would never. Think you're gonna that. allow people to wander through my bedroom and your bedroom. You don't even know half these fucking people. That's know? a that's a popularity thing. Like, oh, I want to yeah, be popular. Exactly. I want to be cool. Let's have a party. But whenever whenever I used to go to parties in high school, I was always thinking that like, who is allowing these fucking kids to put these parties on? If you go to a party with high school boys and there's drinking. Seven out of ten times, something fucked up happens. Yeah, Seven out of ten. Did you have the friends, though? I think I don't know if we ever talked about this. Did you ever have the friends that, that had the parents that would drink with you, and like they would have parties, and the parents would be sitting there on the couch drinking with you? That, yeah, I have, That was very common for yeah, some reason. I did have some friends like that, but that doesn't happen anymore. I mean, it's not in like rural. I mean, maybe in rural America it does. Yeah. But, I mean, in, in normal cities, that shit doesn't happen. People, they, they tell their parents, and then their parents have you arrested. You, you can't just give or kids put alcohol. It, vit, put it on Facebook, and then yeah. everyone knows about it. What is the rule about alcohol? Like, you can't even have alcohol in your home. Can you have alcohol in your home if you're under 21? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can. You can have it in your under home. Under your parents' supervision? Parents, are you sure? Yeah, uh, yeah. At what age? I, I think you're allowed to have alcohol. If you're of age and you have younger kids. Let's ask Siri. You think <laughs> Siri will know? What's it, what? What are you gonna say to her? I'm gonna say, hmm, that's a good question. How do I? Whoa, that's real. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, at what age are young people allowed to drink alcohol under adult supervision? Minors. I mean, okay, if under it's what your age parents, are minors? If it's your parents, I think your parents. Parental are allowed supervision. To, Here we go. Parents can Here's do it. At what age? Are minors allowed to drink alcohol under parental supervision? All right, get this right. She's okay. just gonna Google that shit. Yeah, she she nailed it. You don't understand. Yeah, that's too that's too complicated. <laughs> Stupid Siri. Someday. <laughs> that's way too complicated. Siri's like, what okay, the fuck? What, I could barely understand. Is there a understand. way to, to abbreviate that? Well, I think isn't isn't it parents are allowed to you're allowed to let your kids okay, do it, this? but I'm sure it's not. Hold on, how about, this? How about this? Can kids drink alcohol at home? Sorry, I don't understand. Can kids drink alcohol at home? Okay, let me ask this. Are you a useless cunt? I'm afraid I can't answer that. I'm sorry, Joseph. She got, she got shitty with me. She called me Joseph. Tell me a joke. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Oh, I'm on airplane mode, maybe? I'm 
really sorry about this, but I can't take any requests right now. I get that Please a lot. Yeah, this thing sucks. I love it. I love it for simple things. Though. What is the meaning of life? Fucking nothing. Let me try again. What is the meaning of life? Reproduction, functional activity, and continual change preceding death. That's deep. That's a new one. I haven't heard that one yet. Wrong answer. The answer is to crush your enemies, have them <laughs> driven before you, and to hear the laminations <laughs> of the women. Let's see if she understands that. Wrong answer. The answer is to crush your enemies, have them deliver before you in the hidden laminations of the women. Siri, you are useless. Siri, did you fart? How about this? How about this? How about this? Hold on. Come on, bitch. No comment. Oh, Ooh. that dirty bitch. bitch. <laughs> I'm thinking of getting a droid throne. Throne. <laughs> what? Uh, she said, are you? Yes. I think I like android phones. What is your opinion of them? I prefer not to say. She prefers not to say. What's the best Android phone on the market? Getting your current location. Hmm. Wait, what's she, what's she doing? Sending the FBI over no, here. No, 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 no. She's, <laughs> she's going to send you to something. 57 East Holly Street in Pasadena. What? what? Call the market? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Okay. Because you could buy Android phones how about, at the market. How about this? No. No, thank you. I don't want directions. <laughs> what are the negatives in buying an Android phone? Calling Redbun. Calling Redban? It's calling you. <laughs> That's right. How dare this thing's you. a piece of shit. How dare you? It's calling you. By the way, your phone number just got released on the internet. Huh? Because she said your phone number. <laughs> you might have to get a new number. <laughs> this dirty oh, whore no. just ratted you out, dude. People are going to go back and they're going to... Did she really say it? Yep, she, she that said sucks. it. Please don't call me. Don't call him. How crazy is it, though, that, that, that that's what she did? She called you. She, she knows you're my tech guy. Is your phone ringing? Hmm? No, it did. Uh, you call, oh, you called my old phone. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. That's right. The new phone is Red Band Reborn. That's right. Uh, you don't even have that phone anymore. Yeah, I do. I use it. But it's for not it. on. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I have the number that I pay every month for the number for some dumb reason. Yeah. Why is it? It said call Red Band. That's hilarious. Siri sucks. What a useless fucking service. It's like you're paying for something that will, will be good one day. Well, no, it's, it's good for what it's meant for. Do you it's, use it? Yeah, I use it every day. It's mostly meant <laughs> what? for... What? What do you do every day with mostly, it? Mostly it's me laying in bed going, uh, set my alarm clock for 8 and 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Or, ah. or, or if I'm driving and somebody texts me, I'll just reply back, and that always works. Really? Uh, the search, you do it through the speaker system in your car? Yeah. Because you have, have a Bluetooth. Ford, Ford Sync, yeah. So, yeah, I use it through that. I mean, and things like that. Or, like, if you're just, like, you know, schedule or what's my schedule like tomorrow? I'll read you what, what's on your schedules. Uh, or, or things like that, like dictation and, and stuff like that. I use it for for the questions things. I don't really ask. I never do that. Like, I never do, like, what, what is life and what's farts and stuff. It's stuff I did when I first got it, but I don't even, like, do that anymore. I use it mostly just for basic shit.
you gave up on all that other shit. But it's good. You know, texting alone is almost dead on. Or if you're in your car and you put, like, if, if you, anytime you have a keyboard in your car, so, like, if you, you're on Google, uh, it will pull up in your car, or you can hit the microphone icon, uh, which is right there on the bottom, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and then you can just speak what you want to search. So yeah. if, if you're in your car, you can just search shit in your car. All you shouldn't the time. do that because then you're reading shit. Don't be fucking with your phone. Your <laughs> no, car, then I read, I read it. Out. I read it at stoplights. No, I have it read it out loud to me. Now the new iPhones have the, uh, the text to uh, voice to text function so you can make text messages with your voice, and it fucking works good, dude. I tried it this weekend. I even said, hey, let's go fuck babies. And then I wrote, I'm just kidding, LOL. And it, it came out, LOL. hey, let's go fuck babies. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what they also have, I read, <clears throat> is that it has the carrier thing on in the software. Oh, IQ carrier? Yeah. No, it, only it, iOS 3. That's when it was in diagnostic mode only. In uh, Android phones, it was being sent out constantly. It's not the same form that it is. I swear to God, I just read it on uh, 9 to 5 Mac. That, that it's still in there. Really? That it's that still they, in there and broadcasting? Yeah. Ooh, I haven't heard about, this. Is this a new thing? I, I, yeah, I think so. I think they just finally said that they're going to update it, uh, take it out. And what is this carrier update. IQ? Is this some government agency or is it just some, some diagnostic software that's shitty code? What well, it's, it's all statistics, supposedly, is what, what it seems like. It's like everything is, yeah, being transmitted, but it's being randomized, so you can't pinpoint you with all this information Mm -hmm. you know and uh it's so i don't know how dangerous or crazy it is but al franken uh who's the al franken the senator yeah senator he's uh giving them like a deadline congressman what is he congressman or senator yeah whatever he's giving them a deadline he's giving a deadline to explain what the fuck's going on uh, and I think the deadline was today. I haven't heard anything new from it, but I'm looking right now. Yeah, what the fuck is going on, man? That's creepy shit. Yeah. When I saw that, when that kid, uh, for folks who don't know what's going on, there's a video that's online where an Android developer found a way to go into the operating system and he uncovered some files. You know, one of the cool things about Android is that, you know, you can kind of hack into them and, uh, like, real techie dudes love them because you can... You know, you can um, um, uh, root them and put a completely different operating system on them. And, you know, it's like some carriers and some um, uh, phone um, manufacturers on the Android system, they put their own user interface on. You know, like they have Motorola Blur and there's a, a, cu- a couple different ones. And some people don't like that. So developers create their own shit. So there's like a lot of flexibility in the, in the platform. Well, this one guy got in it, and he was fucking around, and he found out that there's something called Carrier IQ, and that Carrier IQ literally logs every single thing you do, every number you press, every time you send a text to someone, it shows the actual text, and it logs it and sends it to some fucking database somewhere. So some company has, for every Android phone that has this on it, some company has an exact record of every freaky text, every fucking weirdo is every sent, every, every picture of dude's dicks that went flying through the air all that i is it pictures too is picture stored too or uh, do they just let you know that you sent a picture i think just sent a picture and apple released a statement it looks like five days ago saying we stopped supporting carrier iq with ios 5 in most of our products in most 
and will remove it completely in a future software update. Wow, so they still have it in some of their products. Right, but, but they went to 4S. But they said, we, we never recorded keystrokes, messages, or any other personal information for diagnosis data and have no plans to ever do so. They did say that. So they used, they used a form of it which was randomized. It, it wasn't the, the, the meat, which is what the Android's like supposedly text I don't know how they thought they were going to get away with that. How do they think they do you think they thought they were going to get away with that or they just is it a mistake? Like what is it? What's I, going on here? I I think it's one of those things like that Saturday night Li or that South Park skit like did you read the terms of it uh you know the terms where you mm -hmm. agree to something it probably says in there that you agree that 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 we will send out information to test and for logistics and stuff like that. It's and track your fucking and track, text messages. And track your text messages. Every freaky thing you said. Yeah. I mean, how many people are out there right now panicking because of the nutty fucking freak shit that they're into? I want to suck on your toes and piss in your ear. You know how many people are out there? Oh, Al Franken has given Senator, or, I mean December fourteenth, as its final day to respond to all its requests for information of what the fuck's going on. That's next Thursday. Yep. Wow, he's given plenty of time to come up with a good excuse or go to Costa Rica. <laughs> How crazy is that he is a senator? That, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's ridiculous. I remember him being on Saturday Night Live, being the crazy weather guy where he would yeah. have in the background, he would have like that umbrella. Well, he's a very antenna. smart man. You know, it's, uh, it's, he's the exact kind of senator you want. Uh, you know, he's a very bright guy. He's a guy who can draw the United States of America. You ever see him do that? Mm -mm. He can draw it. He draws the shapes of all the states from memory. Oh, wow. He just gets a big piece of paper, and he just does the outline, and it's pretty fucking accurate, man. It's crazy to watch. He's a super, super bright guy and a, a real patriot. You know, whether you agree with his politics or don't agree with him, man, he's, he, there's no doubt about that guy's an intelligent guy, and it seems to me that he's always on the right side of things. Yeah. I mean, president I someday, right? Oh, it's impossible. impossible. He's not, not sucking He's enough not demon chosen. cock. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think you can be a president unless you're playing ball. Right. You know, look at Obama. We thought Obama was going to be some big change. He's he hasn't changed anything. He's changed people's opinions of politics. I'll tell you that because now people think it's all horseshit. You know, you see this guy get in, and they send thirty thousand more troops to Afghanistan a couple of weeks after he wins a Nobel Prize right. for peace, and you're like, what? What is this? This is the strangest change ever this seems like exactly the same thing we're, we're still in afghanistan and i mean now finally they're pulling people out of iraq but it's you know it's after we've established some sort of a puppet government there yeah the whole thing's crazy i, I he he really proved to me that there's you know the, the system is locked down and why you know how could it be any other way at this point when we already know about lobbyists we already know about special interest groups and all the people that finance political campaigns and then when they started passing laws saying that corporations were actually like individuals and they could donate as much money as they wanted to presidential candidates and political candidates the fucking game's over it's hijacked it's done a guy like Al Franken or a guy like Ron Paul or and people keep getting mad at me like why are you saying that he never has a chance don't say that Ron Paul doesn't have a chance it's bullshit and it's disrespectful for all those people that are working on the campaign I'm not saying because I wouldn't want Ron Paul to be president. It's just my opinion. And it's not saying that this can't be overcome, because I'm certain it can. It's not like this evil, corrupt empire that's running this country can stay in place forever. No, it, it, it's cyclical. It's all going to move out, and some new people are moving in, and the people that are alive now will be dead eventually. But I just think the way it's set up right now, <laughs> we're, we're in a, a state where people have accepted the fact that it's corrupt. And in, until they rush Washington, D.C. with fucking f torches and pitchforks, 
they don't really have the right attitude. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to, this is not going to change through voting. The, the voting isn't going to change a goddamn thing. You can't vote for anybody. You can't, they don't give you the chance. You, you don't get the opportunity to actually, and if you did, they would rig the machines. It's been proven. It's been for the Diebold Company. Go look up the HBO documentary, Hacking Democracy, where they show that they've made electronic voting machines with a third-party option where someone can come in and the third party can put in information, not the person voting, not the person recording the vote, but a third party can come in and, and change the vote. And they changed it on the show. They showed it, that this stuff has been engineered to rig. And, you know, these, these um, programmers, computer programmers, there's many of them online that have gone over the software and said there's only one way that you, or one reason to make a machine like this with co that's coded like this. That's so that you can manipulate the data. Period. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. Beyond fucked up. It's, you know, the Kerry, when, when Kerry won the, that Bush election, that was one of the first times ever where the exit polls did not match the, the actual numbers. It's like it's, things were weird. It's like the, people thought that Kerry was going to win by a landslide and, and, and in certain places, and he would wind up losing by a small percentage. And if you look at, I shouldn't say landslide. I, I don't think he was projected to win anywhere by a landslide, <laughs> but even win it. Right. My point is, if you if you look at what these uh, programmers, there's this one guy who's very very um, well spoken and uh, very uh, credentialed, uh, very educated computer programmer, very well respected guy, and he was going in depth about the way this was constructed, and that there's only one way or one reason to do that, and that's for deception, that's for for changing it. So that's why I say a guy like Ron Paul is probably never going to get in there. Now, when you talk to this guy like Shane and you just, you know, you, you see all the shit that this guy sees or you hear about all the shit that this guy sees, you know, you're really worried, man. Like, how bad can things get? Can, can, can things get worse here? You know, are we, is that what 2012 is? Like a period of the great slide where we slide backwards before we rebuild again and, and have to have some new constitution drafted up because these fucking cunts ruined everything? What happens? I don't know. I think it, it, it it seems like even though it sucks and everything sucks, and I, like w there's definitely good but things. But it doesn't. That it's still the best country in the world. This is the best time to be alive. Unemployment's actually up for the first time in like I don't know seven or eight mean years. Down. No, it, it, I mean yeah, down. So down. jobs more for more, the first time. Yeah, but it was only like by a point percentage or something like that. But but it's in the right direction. Well, I would think eventually, you know, people are going to find things to do, and people are going to create their own jobs and find you know things that they can sell. If if it's a real free market, you know, what I'm worried about is that the banks are going to collapse even further. I'm worried about the commercial real estate market. I'm worried about the credit card market. I mean, there's a there's a lot of shit that's still very flimsy in this uh, current economic situation. And when we look at Europe and what's going on with Greece, and, you know, Greece is essentially going bankrupt, and they're going to, uh, you know, Europe is trying to bail them out, and everyone's trying to make sure that they don't collapse. And it's just like, how? I mean, w w does it have to fall apart to be rebuilt correctly? You know, you wonder. You're like, man, am I, am I prolonging my punishment? Can I just take my medicine now? Can we go through a, a shit period of 10 years and all of a sudden have a rebuilt society and everything runs nice and smooth and, and even, you know? Yeah. There, uh, there was something uh, I wanted to bring up. Uh, we had a guy on uh, a podcast yesterday. Uh, his name was Skyler. And uh, he... He was in Arizona with his, uh, you know, for Black Friday. He decided, I'm just going to check out Black Friday. He's a comic actor he here in L.A. And uh, he has a new sh show on Fuel. But anyways, he was in uh, on Black Friday, and there was this old man with his little kid. 
and uh, it, they had this thing where you you have to like touch something, and then when they hit a buzzer or something, like everybody goes crazy and grabs video games. You know, like it's set up for like chaos. Um, chaos. It's it, like Walmart should be shot in the head for how they they do this. It, is it only Walmart, or do a lot of stores do this? I think there's a lot of stores that probably do this, but Walmart's always known for having re- ridiculous things like this, where it's just people are getting trampled, or oh. or they have things where you have to touch something till you know. Anyways. So the, this, this family was there, a husband and wife and the, their nephew or something. And uh, this, old, this guy, like, it was madness. Everyone was like fucking chaos. And he puts this game in his belt so he can hold on to his kid because his kid was getting trampled and stuff like that. A policeman saw him put this game in his belt, fucking threw him off. He was like, hey, you, get up. And the old man was like, puts his hands up. And the, uh, the policeman throws him down on the ground, smashes his face, blood's just pouring out. The guy is knocked out. He can't even breathe. His fucking kid comes around and goes like, what the fuck, dad? No, he was putting, and his kid's five years old, or this, this nephew. It's five years old. No, he didn't steal. He put it uh, to hold me. Like his kid was even saying that while it was happening. So it was like five-year-old is not going to lie. He's not going to be like, I'm smart enough to know that my dad was shoplifting and he was putting the game in his pants. Right. You know, like, and uh, here, I want you to look at this video. He actually, Skyler, the guy that was here, filmed the whole thing, saw the whole thing, had to grab the kid and hold the kid and like calm the kid down. Then went sure, to, found the wife and uh, he actually got <laughs> lawyers for this family and he's going back and like helping this family out because of the, the police brutality. How old is this guy? Uh, Skyler? The old guy. Uh, you'll see him right here. And he didn't do anything. He saw his blood by his face. He wasn't even shoplifting. Oh my God! His blood all over his face. Oh my god. He's completely unconscious. For a $15 video game, Joe. And blood is all over his face. Yeah. There. Oh, now he's trying to wake up, so he's twitching. Wow. I see here somebody said that he yeah, wasn't he even was shoplifting. So it's some asshole cop that got a little carried away. And now he's massaging the guy, trying to wake him up. Oh my God. And so the, the, the police, the, the cop that did it, he was put on administrative leave while they're doing this. This guy's still unconscious. This guy suffered massive head trauma. He's still unconscious. His face is covered in blood. Some woman just stepped in and said she was a nurse and she's trying to help. I almost got it on video of him actually getting thrown down. There was uh, several witnesses, though, so that's good. Yeah. Well, whatever. That guy's brain is cooked. And here's something interesting. Right above this, there was five security cameras. And Walmart is saying, because these are all off-duty cops that Walmart has hired, all five of those cameras did not record anything. And so the next day, Skyler, oh. our, our friend that was on the show, came into Walmart to record all those things. And there was now banners 
on t- in front of all of the cameras, like like blocking the view. And where that guy's laying right now, there's like a, a carpet and a table, and like they're just covering their sh- their ass. So the, the fact that there's that there's no video. And plus that if you're going to shoplift, you probably wouldn't shoplift a $15 game on Black Friday. You'd probably shoplift just on a Thursday. You know what I mean? Like well, whatever. I mean, he, he might have been shoplifting, but either, even if he was, you don't have to take this frail guy and smash his fucking face like that. Yeah. And so here's, here's the actual news report of it, if you want to watch this. This is kind of interesting. Well, Black Friday getting a black eye, not only here in the valley, but around the country. More on the incidents now. And there's all this blur around the guy's face, and you can't see the blood. About this video from a Walmart in Buckeye. A grandfather ends up with a bloody face, and some shoppers blame the Buckeye police. That's right, but police this afternoon have a much different story than what some witnesses told us this morning. Miriam Garcia spoke to police just a few moments ago, and it's live in Buckeye. Miriam, what's their story? Kristen Buckeye police say that cell phone video only shows the end of what, ha- what actually happened out there. They also say that the officer involved did nothing wrong. Now let's get you to that cell phone video that's causing all of this controversy. It happened late last night at a Walmart in Buckeye and a rush of shoppers stormed the video game section of Walmart. A man was there with his grandson and his wife and people around them were pushing and shoving to get video games. The 54-year-old man put a video game in his waistband. Police say he was trying to steal that video game, but witnesses tell us he put the game in his waistband to have his hands free so he could get his grandson out of the crowd. Police say they confronted him and he resisted arrest, flailing his arms when they tried asking him about that video game. A leg sweep was used and the man fell to the floor, hitting his head and bleeding. The guy was not that's, fighting. That's I saw the whole thing. He literally just grabbed him, threw him on the ground. And also, he's an older guy. He couldn't get words out. He didn't. He wasn't responding. They were snapping him from. Like he was. He was almost out, man. There's nothing on the on the surface to indicate our officer that's did guy anything that did uh, inappropriate. You know, it's it's difficult when you're arresting that's not the a, officer uh, that did an individual it. because you don't know how that individual is going to act. That's the problem. And you know, sometimes you know. You, you, you know, as police officers, we deal with people that seem like they're going to be violent up front, and then it's, it's very passive arrest. And then other times we go to arrest people where it seems to be passive, and then it, it, it could go, go south very quickly. And the man involved is 54-year-old Gerald Newman. He was treated at a local hospital, and then he was booked in a jail for resisting arrest and shoplifting. Oh police tell us whenever a there is a game. use of force claim, there is always an investigation, but they tell us the officer involved is still out there on the streets. Again, we just talked to the police chief out here. He says he looked at the video and he believes nothing, uh, the officer's actions were justified. Again, that video only shows the very end of what happened. They even went into the Walmart to see if they could get the beginning of that incident, but they tell us uh, Walmart video cameras weren't recording or store surveillance cameras on Black Friday. didn't actually get what happened uh, when the officer confronted who they're calling a suspect. So, so on Black Friday, the busiest, <sighs> craziest day in, uh, in history of shopping, their cameras just were not recording at Walmart. And, and another thing about that whole thing is that the guy didn't even leave the store. So like he was still in the store. In most cities, and most states, you're allowed to do whatever you want to with whatever product you have. Like you can put it in your coat, you put it in your shirt. Until you leave the, the, the premises, like the front door, that's when it's considered shoplifting.
So that's why <clears throat> they can't catch you. Like if you're fucking like like a lot of people like even drink, like they open up a can of pop in the middle of the store and start drinking it, you know, in the store because they know they're going to the cashier to pay for it, mm-hmm. you know, and that that is the same thing where they're actually drinking the product, you know, or eating yeah. the product and stuff. And we're talking about like a $15 video game. So the, the Skyler said that when it happened, he was standing right next to the guy and the guy just like, you know, like when the cop was like, you know, hey, you're shoplifting. The, guy, the old man's like, no, I'm not. He puts his hands up and, 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 and instead of just grabbing this old man's or this dude's hand. He fucking leg sweeps him to the ground and cracks his skull. And he fucking and he's still oh. fucking resisting arrest. He's in jail or he, he's in jail for resisting arrest and shoplifting. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Walmart needs to be shot. And I, I'm, I'm glad we got to put this out. Yeah, so people can see it's, this. The, the Walmart part is sick and the cop part is sick. That guy should not be a cop. If that's the way you react, you should not be a fucking cop. For the most part, cops are cool. You know, for the most part, cops don't want to do shit like this. Cops would way rather have no incidents happen. But there's a, some dumb fuck that are cops and they're in a situation where they have to make a judgment call and their dumb fuck brain causes them to leg sweep some old man that is putting a video game obviously in his pants to hold on to his son or his grandson that's just sad man that makes me sick yeah and the fact that walmart's lying about the fucking video fucking it's just more police state bullshit you know it's just this we're, we're too tense man people are too fucking tense too riled up too ready to go to battle even right here at home you know, a fucking old man, you leg sweep him. When you see that guy, the guy was so frail. Yeah. Just a, a regular old man, face planted, covered in blood. And his poor fucking grandson has to think about that. And he was just being silly and running away or not listening. And grandpa got swept and fucking knocked unconscious by some asshole cop. God damn, that makes me sick. Well, I'm glad your friend got that video, dude. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen now, though. He's uh, flying back very soon because he's like the lead witness. And so he's like, he actually interviewed uh, the, uh, the, the, the lawyers for, for the family. Like, uh, he went and interviewed really? uh, lawyers and found the best uh, police brutality lawyer that he could find. So he's been doing all this legwork for this family because he, if he, if you saw this yourself and you saw the whole thing play down, you would, I mean, I, I, it made me angry. I didn't, even, I wasn't even there. So, so he's luckily Skyler's been kicking ass and just like helping his family out a lot. So they got him a good lawyer, and he's going back to, to do all that. Well, so. that's fucking awesome, man. Good for that guy. Good for that guy. And we had your boy uh, from Occupy LA here the other day. We only Yellow talked to him for five seconds. Yeah. yeah, Yellow Man. That's what he wants to call himself. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that his name or yours? Uh, he said he <laughs> likes it, so. <laughs> so it's his now. Yeah, he's going to be helping me out around the studio. So as soon as we get some sponsors, how and do stuff, you meet I'm that guy? Uh, he's actually friends with Sam. He went to college uh, with Sam Tripoli, and he's helped on the Naughty Show for a long time. And I, he's a he does animation, and uh, really? so I, he's done a lot of little sh- a short things for um, Sam in the past. And I've just I've always kind of kept touch with that guy. He's a he's a good guy. Well, we should just say who all those people out there that make those video clips. There's a lot of video clips that wind up being made out of rants from the podcast, and there's a bunch of animated clips that get made. Whoever whoever the fuck's doing that, it, all of you, whoever the people that are doing it, that is the coolest fucking thing. It's one of the coolest things about this podcast is finding little snippets and little little pieces that people have turned into videos and pieces that people have turned into cartoons. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. We're having a lot of fun. So um, if you uh, haven't subscribed to Death Squad, subscribe to Death Squad. It's on iTunes, and that's where you're going to get the uh, I- 
I, uh, Ice House Chronicles, which is a, a regular event here where we, uh, we have podcasts going on as the comedy show is going on. We go back and forth, and it's a lot of fun. Except I heard a bunch of dudes were talking about how much money they made the other day, and everybody yeah. got annoyed at them. That was interesting, though. That was, that was to me, really interesting. Yeah, it was uh, well, Bert Kreischer and Steve Renazizi uh, because it, <clears throat> they're both on uh, cable channels. You know, one's on his uh, right. or whatever. Uh, F, what is it? What are they the on? League, the league, FX, and, and the other ones, the travel channel. travel channel. And so they were saying, you know, like uh, how much they made per episode, and we were all kind of betting. Like I, I totally was off. Uh, John Heffron was out of out in the blue. Like he, had, he was, uh-huh. he was so low that like John. People was don't mad. like to hear that shit, though. Yeah, it, but it, it is interesting. People to feel s- like you're bragging. I, yeah. I, did, I didn't do it. Not you. I mean, <laughs> you, but you know, oh, when yeah, you yeah. talk about your, your, oh, your salary. Oh, it, it did depress the, fu- depress the fuck out of me to think that, like, one of the, one of the I'm not even going to say who, one of the guys uh, was making per episode more than uh, almost as much as I make per year, which is just like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's <What>? ridiculous. <laughs> which one? <laughs> <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Folks, this fucking podcast is clearly over. Thanks for everything. Thanks for being you. Thanks for keeping it together. Thanks for staying in touch. Thanks for being a part of the resistance. I don't know what that means. Thanks for going to JoeRogan.net and clicking on the link for the Fleshlight. Because thanks to the Fleshlight for sponsoring this podcast. And you can get 15% off if you click on the link and enter in the code name Rogan. Thanks also to Onnit.com, creators of Alpha Brain, a cognitive enhancing sub- supplement that I enjoy and use, and also New Mood. I love New Mood. It's great stuff, right? Yeah. Does it make you feel happy? Oh, dude, it's great. I need to get more of this shit. I got more. I'll give it to you. Okay. It's 5-HTP, which is a really like a natural antidepressant, a um, pharmaceutical derivative. <clears throat> um, uh, or rather, uh, pharmaceutical uh, companies will have, uh, you know, they'll have Prozac and Zoloft and all these different things. Excuse me, I'm coughing here. <clears throat> And they tell you to not take 5-HTP while you're taking this stuff because it's like taking two antidepressants. It's amazing, you know, when you really think about that. I mean, that it, first of all, why would a doctor tell you to do that when you could just go to a fucking GNC and buy your stuff? Why do I have to go to a... Right. Because they're in bed with the pharmaceutical companies. But that's neither here nor there. Go to onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T, and pick yourself up some new mood. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Also, we have... Um, Shroom Tech Sport, which is great for anybody that's into seriously working out. If you're not into like heavy-duty working out or you don't have anything really strenuous to do, leave that one alone. But if you do like working out, this Cordyceps Mushroom Supplement is an amazing supplement for, for endurance, for giving you energy for long workouts. It's good stuff, but, and it's not a buzzy feeling. It's like a subtle like energy feeling. It's good stuff. And uh, as with all Onnit pro- products, there's a 100% money-back guarantee. If you don't like the stuff, it's not working for you. Just get your money back, son. And if you are into the stuff, you're into trying nootropics, you're fascinated about it, go online. Do some research. Check it out. And if you think that they're, they're too expensive, the Onnit brands, please steal the ingredients and make steal your own Walmart. shit. Yeah, don't, don't steal the ingredients. <laughs> Buy the ingredients separately in bulk and at a discount. Or go to Onnit.com and go to JoeRogan.net. Click on the link for Onnit Alpha Brain. Enter in the code name Rogan. Get yourself 10% off. Shazam, bitches. This has been a wonderful and enjoying podcast, but unfortunately, it's the only one that we're going to do this week. So we'll be back next Monday. And until then, sayonara, hasta la vista, and a big kiss because I love all you bitches.